Yes, off we go to the land of hope and glory and some fine ales and English pubs. And uh, joining us out of TalkSport UK, John Norman. Morning, John, or evening in your case. Yeah, good evening to you. I'd love to know who it is who's at the pub. They've got a better social life than I have, it uh, it appears. Well, it's our business correspondent, actually, Phil O'Reilly, who's, who's just jetted in, and he likes to taste beers from around the world. <laughs> <laughs> any, any excuse, but... Uh, uh, yes, it is crisp and it is definitely pub weather here in the UK as, uh, as we head towards winter. All right, well, let's talk first off about the pain that you guys went through, uh, what was it, Sunday here, uh, watching Australia win the World Cricket Cup final. Yes, well, I'm sure you guys <laughs> felt similar similar feelings after uh, losing to India, of course, um, and all the furore that really... Uh, came from that match when, of course, India uh, appeared to get the pitch changed to suit them. Um, <laughs> of course, that's something that they refute quite uh, quite heavily. Um, but yeah, it was the final. I mean, India against Australia, and uh, you know, it was uh, it was a difficult watch for England. Ben Stokes tweeted today that uh, through gritted teeth, he could finally say congratulations <laughs> to Pat Cummings and the Australian team. And I suppose uh, if you take bias out of the equation, you can only be impressed by the way that Australia picked themselves up from that start to the tournament where they lost two matches. They got through three or four very close games. Maybe that helped them, actually, rather than India who seemed to flick everybody aside quite comfortably. And when it came to the final itself, you've got to say that Australia, despite winning a, a handy toss, uh, they were worthwhile uh, victors on the day. So, uh, so good luck to them, I suppose. But I am also saying that through Chris's <laughs> And uh, Pat Cummings left standing with the trophy on the podium, the, uh, the Indian Prime Minister handing it to him and then disappearing off the stage. They weren't happy, were they? Well, I suppose you could do what you want when you're in a stadium <laughs> that's named after you. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's up to him, really. But, yeah, it was a, it was a touch identifying. You know, this, the uh, stadium itself had emptied out to about quarter of the number, I think. And mm. those, the quarters that remained were probably just stuck in a queue trying to get out uh, <laughs> themselves. It was, you know, 99.9% Indian. But um, there, there's you go. And, and they do that, that's that's the great thing with sport. It's the great level, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. You can, uh, you can have everything going your way. You can be playing at home in front of uh, your own fans. You can have... Uh, the Indian Air Force overhead doing a flyby <laughs> for half an hour beforehand. You could have your Prime Minister ready to hand the trophy over. But at the end of the day, if you play a stinker, yep. um, you lose, you get beat, and that's what happened. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's talk footy now. And uh, England's left-back problem and the underwhelming end to uh, Euros qualifying. Well, it's always the way here. I think it's probably the same in New Zealand um, when it comes to the All Blacks. Uh, the, the fans on Talkback either think that the England football team are the best thing ever and they're going to win everything or that they're the worst thing ever <laughs> uh, and they're going to lose everything. And uh, look, England comfortably qualified for next year's Euro some time ago. There was a kind of end of season feel to the two games that they played. But truth be told, they were poor in both matches. And, uh, you know, go back 20 20 years or so, it was all about England's left-sided problem. We just didn't have any naturally gifted left-footed players to play on the left wing. Um, and it now seems to be the problem at left-back. It's the same kind of situation. Too many players in England are right-footed, not enough two-footed players. 
And Gareth Southgate's essentially come out and said, uh, if you're young and you want to play for England, <laughs> why don't you try and practice with your left? You'll, uh, you'll be ahead of 99% of the people you're up against. So, uh, so there we are. We'll, uh, we'll see how we go. Mm, absolutely. All right. And uh, evidence 10-point deduction penalty too. That's huge. Wow, I tell you what, that is a massive, massive story. It was jaws dropping everywhere at Talk Sport when that news came through. It really yeah. took people by surprise. Of course, it's not just about Everton because Everton essentially um, went against financial fair play. They spent £20 million more than they should have. They themselves, the club, have owned up to it. They say, yeah, we, we did this. There were reasons for it. Extenuating circumstances in their, their belief. And a 10-point penalty was uh, was shocking. But if you're a Chelsea fan or a Manchester City fan, and they are accused of far worse than that, there's articles being written this week suggesting that if a similar type of penalty was laid at the door of Chelsea and Manchester City, when you consider what they're accused of goes well in, well in excess of 20 million, both of those clubs could get in, end up getting relegated. So, uh, wow. yeah, watch this space on that story because... That one is set to run and run. Yeah, I'm sure it is. All right, there'll be more to come. Hey, uh, John, great to catch up, mate. Enjoy your walk home and we'll talk again soon. Yep, look forward to BK and hope everybody over there in New Zealand is a little bit warmer than I am right now. Yep, we are indeed. John Norman, our UK correspondent out of TalkSport UK.